Now, after four months and 15 chapters, patapos na po tayo sa 1 Corinthians. Palakpakan naman po natin si Lord. I know we've been learning a lot from this book, from this letter ni Paul sa Church sa Corinth. Pero tingnan, na po, tingnan muna po natin ang summary, yung outline nitong 1 Corinthians para ma-remind tayo ano ba yung mga topics na diniscuss ni, ni Paul. Kaya niya to sinulat kasi nga may mga issues na pinagdadaanan yung Church sa Corinth. So sinulat niya to, for example, isa sa issue nila, division. Meron silang mga unresolved conflicts. Meron silang issue on immorality. May issue sila on marriage, gray areas. Pati sa pagkain, di ba? Pinagtatalunan nila. Idolatry, worship, yung spiritual gifts. Hindi na alam paano gamitin. Nagiging selfish yung reasons nila. Pati na rin yung resurrection ni Jesus. May lumalaganap na balita doon na ah, hindi totoo yan. Hindi naman talaga. Wala namang resurrection of the dead. Kaya merong chapter 15. And then, eto na. We're gonna look at chapter 16. Ito na yung conclusion ng letter ni Paul. Now, ang, ang gusto ni Paul na ma-achieve dito, kaya niya sinuna to, kasi yung buong church dapat ma-implement nila yung tamang pamamalakad sa simbahan at kung paano talaga magmahal ng kapwa sa church. Yun ang gusto niya makita, ng, ng, yun ang gusto niya implement ng church para makita ng ibang mga tao sa paligid na ganyan pala ang simbahan. Kaya nga, ang series natin, di ba, ang series natin, Making Your Life Count. Now, how do we apply this sa church? How do we make our church count? The church that makes a difference. Kasi yun ang gusto ni God. Na tayo lahat, we are team up together to show the world ano ba talaga ang isang Kristiyano na nagmamahalan. Yun po ang simbahan. Kaya nga ang prayer ni Jesus, tinan natin. We started off with this one. First Corinthians, uh, first Corinthians, John 17 po. Minention natin to sa, during the first topic of First Corinthians. And i-mention natin ulit. Basahin natin John 17. Ano yung prayer ni Jesus? I do not ask on behalf of these alone, hindi lang sa disciples, but for those who believe in me through their word. Yung mga naniwala po, dahil sa mensahe, that, ano mangyari sa atin? All may be one, even as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that all of us may, uh, that, and that they also may be in us. So that, ano mangyari? The world may believe that you sent me. Yun po ang impact ng unity natin. Nang togetherness natin. In fact, I like this statement. Sabi sa statement na to, individually, we can make a difference, but corporately, we can change the world. And yun ang gustong gawin ni Jesus through us na magtulong-tulong tayo. Kaya nga, ang gusto ni Jesus, one dapat tayo. Kasi the moment that we have division, the moment that we don't resolve conflicts, nakikita ng world, ay, ganyan pala ang Kristiyano, ayoko na maging parte niyan. In fact, even si Henry Ford naniniwala sa togetherness. Tinan mo yung sinabi ni Henry Ford. Coming together is a beginning. Keeping together is progress. But working together is success. Nung naging successful po yung business niya, yung Ford Motors, nung naging successful yan, hindi niya inattribute sa sarili niyang sikap, sa kanyang wisdom, no. He also mentioned yung ibang mga tao na tumulong dito. Yung nasa manufacturing, nasa marketing, nasa sales, yung administrative, lahat po. I-mention niya kasi naniniwala siya kaya naging successful yung company. Hindi lang dahil sa kanya, but dahil sa tulong-tulong na tao, teamwork. Now, kung yung mga big companies po, ganyan mag-isip, alam nila ang importance ng togetherness. What more sa body of Christ? Kaya ang message po natin today as we close this series is this one. Let's read this together. Together, 
Let's abound in God's work. Now tell your seatmate, one, two, three, go. Together, let's abound. Lahat po tayo may mission. Let's do the work of God. Kaya tayo one church kasi may pinapagawa si God sa atin corporately. Kaya nga, bago yung chapter 16, ito yung mga verses na minention ni Paul. Tinan mo sa 1 Corinthians 15. Sabi ni Paul dito, But thanks be to God who gives us the victory. Dahil sa resurrection ni Jesus, panalo na tayo. Kasi kung mamatay ka, mamatay tayo, we will go to heaven if you have a personal relationship with Jesus. In other words, we are victorious. That's why, tinan mo yung verse 58, ano sinabi ni Paul? Therefore, di ba pag may narinig, nakita ang word na therefore, mayroon yang pertaining to the previous verses. So sinasabi ni Paul, dahil meron na tayong victory in Jesus, ano dapat gawin natin? Be steadfast. Meaning to say, matatag ka, matibay ka, immovable, hindi ka magalaw-galaw kasi committed ka dun sa task na pinapagawas ni Lord sa'yo. Always abounding in the work of the Lord. And look at the next phrase, knowing that your toil is not in vain. In the Lord, alam nyo ba na yung purpose ni God is the only purpose that at the end of your life, pag ginawa mo yun at finulfill mo yun, you will be able to say na I have done a good job. I, my life, my, my work is not in vain. Because yung goals ng world, if you try to achieve it at the end of your life, parang kulang pa rin. Pero pag finulfill mo yung gustong pagawa ni Christ sa buhay mo, you'll be able to say in your life, Na oo nga no, my life is fulfilled. That's the only mission that you'll be able to say, my life is fulfilled. So sabihin mo sa katabi mo, may mission ka. Sabihin mo, sabihin mo, lahat mo tayo may mission. Kahit saan ka nilagay ni Lord, kung nilagay ka niya sa business, nilagay ka niya sa school, yung mga nanonood ngayon, nilagay ka niya sa ibang bansa, nilagay ka niya sa ibang lugar, kahit nasaan ka, may mission ka doon. Kaya nga, God's work for us is to accomplish kaninong mission? Mission niya. Hindi big sabihin lahat tayo mag-full time. Hindi big sabihin nun. Pero big sabihin nun, kaya ka may business kasi gusto ni Lord maging blessing ka sa business mo. Gusto ni Lord yung mga nag-work dun sa business mo ma-bless dahil sa buhay mo. Kaya ka nag-aaral sa school na yan kasi may mga classmates kang hindi nakakakilala kay Lord. Kailangan mapakilala mo si Lord sa kanila. Kaya ka nasa ibang bansa or kaya ka nandiyan sa business, sa work na yan kasi gusto ni Lord maging salt and light ka. Yan ang mission natin. Kaya nga in Matthew 28, basahin natin ito together. Go therefore and disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I commanded you. Ano siya sabi ni Jesus dito? This is our mission. As a church, yun din ang point ng First Corinthians. Gusto ni Paul na, hey, let's live out yung mission natin. And kasama dun yung pagmamahalan. Now, how do we abound in the work of God? Kasi sa First Corinthians 16, may kita natin dun yung practical things na sasabihin ni Paul sa mga sa members sa Church of Corinth. Ano yung dalawang bagay na yun? Two things na may kita natin. How do we abound in God's work? Number one, give abundantly. Nabasa natin yung kanina and I'll explain later. And love, abundantly. Now, let's look at the first one. Yung give abundantly. Ano ibig sabihin ng give abundantly? You see, one of the best ways para mapakita natin yung pagmamahal natin sa ibang tao is to in, in giving, right? In fact, meron yung statement na you can give without loving, but you can't love without giving. So, sabi mo nga sa katabi mo, mahal mo ba ako? O manlibre ka mamaya, okay? Kasi diba, yun yun eh. If you love a person, yung automatic natural response is you'll give, right? 
And even God Himself modeled that. What's my proof that God modeled that? John 3.16 For God so loved the world that He... Oh. God modeled giving. Kasi alam ni God na yun yung one of the best ways to show to people na mahal mo. Kaya nga si Paul sa 1 Corinthians 16, ito yung sinabi niya. Now concerning collection for the saints. In other words, they're collecting money for the body of Christ. Yung saints, yun ang ibig sabihin nun. They're collecting money for the Lord, for His people, and for His work. Yan po ang purpose ng collection. They're, they've been doing it. In fact, hindi lang sa Corinth, pero sa Galatia. As I directed the churches of Galatia, so do you also. And then may pattern sila. Meron silang style of collection on the first day of every week. Ang ganda oh, first day. Ibig sabihin, important talaga yung collection sa kanila. Because for them, pag nagagamit mo yung best more, binibigay mo yung best mo para kay Lord, God is honored. So on the first day of every week, each one of you is to put aside and save. It's an individual act, but corporately, they collect that as He may prosper so that no collection be made when I come. In fact, even sa early church, before that, sa Acts chapter 2, pinapractice na nila to. Tinan mo sa Acts chapter 2, basahin natin. And all those who had Believer together had all things in common. Grabe, no? Grabe, generosity nila. They began selling their property, possessions, and were sharing them with all. Alam mo, ang hirap niyan, ha? Bibenta mo yung property mo para makatulong sa iba. Pero may mga, mga gumagawa niyan up until today. Kasi nga, yan ang body of Christ. As anyone might have need. Yun ang church nagtutulungan. And look at this. Nung lumaki na yung church during the book of Acts, afterwards, nagkaroon na ng church in Corinth, sa Ephesus, kailangan na nila ng accountability. Kaya nga sa next verses, sabi ni Paul, When I arrived, whomever you may approve, in other words, may a-assign sila, I will send them with letters to carry your gift, yung collection, sa Jerusalem, sa mother church. So meron din silang ganun. May mother church sila sa Jerusalem. Nandun si Peter, nandun si James, nandun yung ibang mga elders. Tapos may mga churches sila all around. Sa Ephesus, sa Thessalonica. Tapos the money na kukulik, pupunta sa leaders and the leaders filled with the Holy Spirit will decide paano gamitin yung pera. And if it is fitting for me to go, siya rin mismo. I can go with them para mapakita sa church leadership sa Jerusalem na galing puto sa Corinth. Accountability yun. Alam mo na-appreciate ko sa CCF. Kasi tayo, we have a reputable auditing firm that audits our finances. Alam mo bakit ginagawa ng leadership natin yon? Kasi gusto ng leadership natin, good stewards tayo. Madali kasi minsan pag marami ng pera, ay gamitin mo lang yan na gamitin. Minsan nagagamit mo for the per- per- personal gain. Kaya kailangan good stewards tayo. So in other words, they are also doing this. Para saan? Anong reason? Let me give you three reasons, biblically, why we give to the church. Alam kong some of you have heard this already, but I want to emphasize this para klaro. Ba't ba nagbibigay? Kasi maybe some of you have seen videos na huwag ka na magbigay sa simbahan, gamitin mo lang yan for yourself, or gamitin mo lang yan para tumulong sa ibang tao. Okay din yun. Pero why do we need to give to the church? Three reasons. Number one, to accomplish the... Kanino mabinigay ni God yung mission? Sa lahat, sa body of Christ. Specifically to His body. The church. Makikita mo yan sa Acts chapter 1, verse 8. We are to be witnesses. Sa 1 Corinthians 9.23, we can do what we do whatever it takes for the gospel. 2 Timothy 4.2, in other words, preach the gospel in season, out of season. Yun po yung mga verses na yun. Yun ang command ni God sa church. So gagamitin ng church yung pera 
para ipalaganap ang salita ni Lord. Second, help those in need in the church at saka sa labas. Kaya sa Acts chapter 4, yung mga widows, yung mga poor. Sa Acts chapter 6, yun din, those who are in need. Galatians chapter 2, the poor, they're helping. Kaya nga here in CCF, we have uplift. Those who are out of school, yun, tinutulungan natin. Pati na rin yung tulong tayo, yung sa mga naka-experience ng sakuna, yung mga naka-experience ng malakas sa typhoon, tas wala silang bahay, so we build houses for them. And then we support church workers, we support pastors, we support missionaries, saan makikita yan? Ayan po, First oh. Timothy chapter 5, 17-18. You can look it up. Look it up. First Corinthians chapter 9, supporting church workers. Acts chapter 13, supporting missionaries. Kaya po sa CCF, marami po tayong campus missionaries. Ito practical practical way po of giving. Kasi itong mga campus missionaries, yan po ang trabaho nila. They go to the campus every, almost every day. That's their daily work. Share the gospel. Disciple the students. Help them know Jesus so that our nation will be transformed. Hindi lang sa today's generation, but even after, years, decades after. And that's our challenge to us. One practical tip. You can support our missionaries. So you put three reasons why we give. And ang blessing po when we give to the body of Christ, hindi lang blessing sa ibang tao, pero nabibless din tayo. What's my proof? Look at this personal impact when we give. May impact mo sa inyo yan, yan. Pag you give. First, we honor God. Kasi God wants us to give. So when we give to the Lord, God is pleased. Second, we learn what? Stewardship. Kasi doon natin marirealize na hindi akin itong peran to. Kay God galing yan. Kailangan gamitin ko to ng tama. Kaya nga maraming tao na meron silang, o may mga tao na marami silang pera, tapos biglang dahil hindi na lang paano gamitin, Nawawaldas lang nila. So, mawala na. Diba? We need to learn stewardship. When we learn stewardship, all the more God blesses us. It protects us from materialism. Kasi minsan, ginagamit mo lang for your selfish gain. And then it blesses us. And then our faith grows. I like yung phrase na it blesses us. Because yung giving to the Lord, counterintuitive yan eh. Feeling kasi natin, pag nagbibigay tayo, parang may nawawala sa atin. In fact, when we give to the Lord, it's the only kind of giving na parang tayo pa ang blessed. So tanong mo nga sa katabi mo, gusto mo bang mabless ka? Ilibre mo ako mamaya. <laughs> Kasi sabi ko, mabibless ka eh. Yan lang ang only type of giving na pag binigay, nagbigay ka sa work of the Lord, parang nabibless ka rin. Now some people are thinking, yayaman ba ako pag nagbigay ako kay Lord? I'm not talking about that you're gonna be a millionaire pag nagbigay ka kay, kay Lord. Kasi yung blessing na binibigay ni Lord, hindi limited sa pera. For example, nabibili mo ba ang good health? Hindi. Kahit na marami kang pera, which I know a lot of people, they're rich, but they can't even, you know, they can't even cure themselves with all the money that they have. Hindi sila gumagaling. But God can do that. God can make you healthy. God can heal you. Now, can you buy a good relationship with your family? Maybe you can do something, use money, mag-travel kayo, build a re- good relationship, pero hindi pa rin yun ang solusyon para mag- maging good relationship, magkaroon kayo ng good relationship or good marriage. But God can do that. That's blessing as well. And not just that, can you buy fulfillment in life? Marami yung kilalang tao, ang yaman-yaman, successful in their business, pero kulang pa rin. Parang empty pa rin yung puso nila. Parang ang dami pa rin kulang sa buhay because hindi mo nabibili yung fulfillment. But God can give that. Kaya nga, we need to have this practice 
to give abundantly. So that's why Paul is saying to the church, the collection for the saints. We do this for the body of Christ. Now, some theologians argue, ano ba yung sinasabi ni Paul dito? Is Paul talking about tithing or offerings? Now, maybe most of you, you're not aware of the difference between tithing and offering. And I'm gonna explain that. For some of you, may mga narinig na kayo ng mga theologians na, oo, wala nang tithing ngayon. But let me explain and prove to you na hindi nawala ang tithing. Tithe versus offering. Tithing from the word tithe, tenth. Ten percent po. You give 10% of everything you've earned and grew, yung mga produce mo, and bigay mo kay Lord for His people and for His work. Now, some people say, ay hindi, para sa Jewish people lang yan. Sa Israelites lang yan. Kasi law yan ng Israelites eh. Now, ano yung difference sa offering? Offering is freely given over and above our tithe. Anong purpose? For the Lord, His people, and? Oh, pareho lang. Now, I don't want us to answer and debate to death kung ano ba, tithing ba itong pinag-uusapan and offering. Because you won't see in the Bible nag-stop ang tithing. Hindi mo makikita doon. In other words, both are being practiced until today. And it's a good practice. Bakit? Tinan mo yung purpose. Same lang eh. For the Lord, for His people, and for His work. And same din yung impact sa atin. It honors God. It blesses us. It blesses other people. It's for the work of the Lord. It teaches us stewardship. So we exercise this. In fact, ito nga yung narealize ko about giving eh. Giving is a natural response of someone who is a recipient of God's grace. Ano yung sabihin nun? For example, na-promote ka sa work. Or natanggap ka sa napakagandang company. Di ba natural sa atin yung, kaya tanggap ka, natural sa atin yung tatawagin mo yung friends mo, uy, labas tayo, libre ko. Di ba bakit? Bakit ganun? Kasi grateful ka eh. Kaya na-promote ka sa work. Uy, thank you, tinulungan mo ako dito. Halika, libre kita ngayon sa Starbucks. Di ba bakit ganun? Kasi natural sa atin naman libre kapag may mga magandang nangyayari sa atin. It's a natural response. What more? Alam natin na niligtas tayo ni Lord namatay si Jesus para sa kasalanan natin, nabuhay sa muli para patunayan sa lang ang Diyos and binago niya ang buhay natin. Di ba? Dapat mas maging grateful tayo. Kaya nga, giving is a natural response. What's my proof? Even in the Old Testament, si Abraham po, nagkaroon ng gera during the time of Abraham and nanalo siya. Tapos may, may isang priest doon, ang pangalan ng priest si Melchizedek. Sabi ni Melchizedek, verse 18, Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought out bread and wine. He was a priest of God Most High. He blessed him, si Abraham, and said, Blessed be Abraham of God Most High, possessor of heaven and earth, and blessed be God Most High, who has delivered your enemies into your hands. Sinasabi nung priest na Melchizedek, kaya ka nanalo, Abraham, dahil kay Lord. Anong naging response ni Abraham? He gave him, si Melchizedek, a tenth of all. Wala pa pong tithing na law during this time, ha? So bakit sinasabi nung iba na tithing are just for Israelites? Wala pa nga tithing pero ginagawa na nila. In other words, it's from the Lord. Yun talaga ang turo ni God even kay Abraham. Sa ating lahat. Hindi lang si Abraham ha, pati yung anak niya si Jacob. Look at that. Then Jacob, ay, yung apo pala niya si Jacob. Then Jacob made a vow saying, If God will be with me and will keep me on this journey that I take and will give me food to eat and garments to wear, and I return to my father's house in safety. Kasi hindi pa niya masyadong ilala si Lord during this time. Eh. The Lord will be my God 
And then verse 22, this stone which I have set up as a pillar will be God's house. And all of that, of that you give me, ano sabi ni Jacob? I will give. Oh, wala pang tithing na lo, ginagawa na ni Jacob. Bakit? Malamang tinuro ni Abraham kay Isaac, tinuro ni Isaac sa mga anak niya. Kasi hindi lang pang Israelites or Jewish people ang tithing. Para sa atin lahat yan. Even in the New Testament, it's being practiced. Tina mo yung Exodus chapter 35. Everyone whose heart steered him, everyone whose spirit moved him, they came, brought the Lord's contribution for the work of the tent of meeting and for all its service and for the holy garments. Kasi nga grateful sila kay Lord. Therefore, they give. Yan po yung nangyayari dyan. And in Matthew chapter 6, tina mo to. Kasi gusto ni God, yung mindset natin, Naka-focus on heavenly things. Let's read Matthew chapter 6. Do not store up for yourselves what? Treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy, where thieves break in and steal. And I love that verse, ha? Kasi lalo na nung pandemic, nung pandemic, mas na-realize natin na yung mga branded stuff natin, kahit na ilang beses mo, ang dami mong branded stuff, hindi mo naman magamit. Diba? I'm not against na bumili ka ng mga branded stuff, pero nung pandemic, paano mo gagamitin? Pag-zoom? Suit-suit mo yung, gamit mo yung bag mo, pinabakita mo ganun. Ay, sorry, nalate ako. Di ba, bakita mo yung logo? Hindi mo magawa yun eh, nung pandemic. Hindi mo magamit yung mga branded stuff mo. So in other words, tama yung sinasabi ni Jesus eh. I'm not saying you stop buying those things. You need to be wise. But what my point is, if yung treasure mo naka-focus on earthly things, in the end, lahat yun, moth and rust will destroy but, verse 20, if you store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth or rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal, then what's gonna happen? Where your treasure is, there? Kaya nga, one of the tests para makitang committed tayo kay God is ating wallet. One of the best tests. Kaya nga, isa sa pinaka-problema ng mga tao during their time and until now is the love of money. Diba nga may passage, the love of money is the root of all? Evil. Kasi isang test yan eh. Isang test yan na committed ka kay God. Minsan mas madali mag-serve kaysa magbigay. Minsan mas madali na attend lang ako ng D-group kaysa tumulong. Right? Kaya nga, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. If importante sa'yo yung family mo, you will spend money to your, for your family. If importante sa'yo yung career mo, you will spend money to achieve a strong career. If importante yung mga earthly things that you want to accomplish, you will use money to buy as many as you can. Pero if importante sa'yo ang heavenly things, ang gawain ni Lord, you're also gonna spend money for that. Because where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And kaya nga, ang warning ni God, if our hearts are not aligned to Him, ang treasure natin nasa earthly things, itong warning ni God. Will a man rob God? Yet you are robbing me, yung mga Jewish people. And then the Israelites are saying, how are we robbing you? You are robbing me in tithes and offerings. So what's gonna happen? Tinan mo yung consequence. You are? Grabe no, cursed with the curse. Talagang may emphasis na may mga curses kang ma-experience and hindi ka ma, hindi mo ma-experience yung blessing if you if we are robbing the Lord. And yung opposite nun, ito naman. Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse of God so that there may be food in my house and test me now in this. Alam mo, wala kang makikitang ibang verse sa Bible na sinabi ni God, test me now in this. Once lang ginamit sa Malachi chapter 3 and pertaining to money. Ganun kaseryoso si God na sinabi niya, test me in this. 
If I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you blessing until, grabby, it overflows. That's why we give abundantly for the work of the Lord. And then look at 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 6 to 7. I say, he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Each one must do just as he has purpose in his heart. Because God will speak to you. Eh. God will convict you na magbigay. God will convict you to support other people. Not grudgingly or under compulsion. Kasi ano gusto ni God? God loves a... So mamaya, pag magbibigay kayo sa tight box, nakasmile kayo. Ayan. Kasi God loves a cheerful giver. Eh. And actually, di ba nga, pag na-promote ka at nanlibre ka, masaya ka? Kasi na-promote ka, masaya ka na doon, at masaya ka rin manlibre. Usually, ganun. Wala pa ako nakitang tao na ang lungkot niya pang nanlibre siya, pero na-promote siya. Siguro malungkot ka kapag pinilit ka. Di ba pag birthday ngayon, para naubusan ka na ng pera. Uy, libre naman. O sige na nga, sige na nga. Kasi wala namang, hindi ka naman na-promote, wala naman nangyari sa special location, birthday mo lang, pero naubusan ka ng pera. Pero pag na-promote ka, hindi masama sa loob mo man libre. Eh. More so dahil mabait si Lord sa atin, yung goodness niya, yung love niya. All the more, we're gonna be cheerful. Ito ba, sabi ni Jesus, Give. It will be given to you. They will pour into your lap a good measure, pressed down, press down, shaken together. Parang sako yan, na nandyan yung mga goods, tapos you press it down para may kasha pa. That you shake it together para yung mga empty spaces, may malagay ka ba doon? And then it overflows. For by your standard of measure, it will be measured to you in return. I remember this story. My wife and I, we had this ministry trip. So yung flight for that ministry trip covered na. Pero siyempre, may mga personal expenses din kami na kailangan gastusin dun sa ministry trip na yon. Eh, wala kaming enough funds. So sabi ko sa wife ko, sige, by faith. So we booked the flight already and then we prayed the Lord, sana, please. Kasi a month, months after that, pa-fly na kami, pupunta na kami sa ministry trip na to. So we pray kami, Lord, tulungan nyo kami na magkaroon kaming enough funds for this, mga for personal expenses namin. So during that waiting time, I, I have to be honest with you, natempa ko na tumigil mag-support sa ating mga campus missionary. Nakakayano from Elevate tapos biglang, natemp talaga ako kasi sabi ko, Lord, baka pwede naman na in this next few months, hindi mo na ako magbigay sa mga campus missionary namin. Tapos after nung ministry trip, saka ako na lang ibalik na mag-support sa mga missionary kasi gusto ko lang mag-save up para sa personal expenses namin dun sa ministry trip na yon. But you know, I love my wife. My wife reminded me, Nandi, let's, let's continue supporting these campus missionaries. So yun, sabi ko, sige Lord, we'll do that. By faith, we did that. Guess what? Ha? A month before our flight, our ministry trip, somebody gave us exactly yung amount na kailangan namin para sa aming personal expenses for that ministry trip. Is our God good? Let's give glory to the Lord. No, I promise you, nakakarinig ako ng mga ganitong kwento. Like si Pastor Bong, ang dami niyang kwentong ganyan. Pero nung pag pinapakinggan ko, minsan parang theory lang. Kasi hindi ko pa personally na-experience eh. Pero totoo pala talaga. You can never outgive God. Come on, let's give God the glory and praise. Kasi grabe, you can never outgive God. What's our message again together? Let's abound in God's work. Again, tell your seatmate. One, two, three, go. Together, let's abound in God's work. Kasama dun yung we give abundantly. Kasi giving is an act of love. And kasama din yun, 
that we love abundantly. Alam mo, pagbabasahin mo yung buong 1 Corinthians, it really points out about loving one another. Kasi gusto ni Paul, huy, ayusin naman natin yung pagmamahal natin sa isa't isa. Let's solve the conflicts, yung mga legal cases natin sa bawat isa. Huwag na natin gawin. Yung marriages natin, make sure it's pure. Yung the way we use our spiritual gifts, let's make sure that we use it properly for the building up of others. Kaya may 1 Corinthians 13 then chapter about love. And even when tinapos na niya yung letter, it's still about love. Even giving is about love. Bakit gusto ni Paul yung loving abundantly? Kasi yung desire ni Jesus, John 13, basahin natin, A new command I give to you, that you love one another even as I have loved you, that you also love one another. Anong resulta nun? By this, all men will know. Di ba yun naman talaga eh? That you are my disciples if you have love for one another. In other words, the world needs to see what genuine love is in the way we spend time with each other, the way we act as a body of Christ, and the words that we say to each other. Kaya nga, look at how Paul modeled that. Sabi niya, oh, sa chapter 16, verses 5 and 6, accountability din to pagdating sa pera, kaya nga siya bivisit eh. Pero look at how intentional Paul was. I will come to you after I go through Macedonia. Kasi pupunta siya sa Macedonia. I'm going through Macedonia, and perhaps I will stay with you or even spend the winter. Look at how intentional. Gusto niya bisitahin so that you may send me on my way wherever I go. And then afterwards, sabi niya, I do not wish to see you now just in passing. Yung napadaan lang. Hindi yung, oy, napadaan ako. Oy, kumusta na kayo? Sige, alis na ako. Gusto niya talaga magstay para makaspend time with the body of Christ in Corinth. I hope to remain with you for some time. Di ba pinag-aralan na natin to 1 Corinthians? And isa sa mga na-realize natin sa 1 Corinthians, yung church sa Corinth, marami sa kanila, or iba, yung iba sa kanila, ayaw kay Paul. Di ba? Sabi nga ng iba, I'm of Apollos. Hindi, I'm of Cephas, of Peter. Di ba? Minsan yung iba sa kanila, dinidisrespect si Paul. Hindi naniniwala kay Paul. Now, kung ikaw yon, kung ikaw si Paul, alam mong may mga tao sa Corinth na ayaw mag-spend time with you, ayaw ka, gusto mo ba mag-spend time with the people that don't like you? Di ba parang hindi? Ayoko nga ha. Bakit ako bubunta doon? Ayaw nga nila ako. Pero tinan mo si Paul, okay lang. Kung ayaw niyo sa akin, I will still go to you. I wanna remain with you. I wanna spend time with you if the Lord permits. Right? And then he will go to Ephesus until Pentecost and he will do other ministries. Pero ang point niya, kahit marami yung ginagawa, I want to spend time with you. Intentional siya. Pati si Timothy. Tinan mo, if Timothy comes, kasi bibisita rin si Timothy, See that he is with you without cause to be afraid. You know why? I really believe narinig ni Timothy yung mga criticism ng mga church Christians sa Corinth about Paul. So maybe natatakot siya. So sabi ni Paul sa kanila, Hoy, si Timothy, he is also doing the Lord's work. Let no one despise him. Let's respect one another. Let's love one another. Send him on his way in peace so that he may come to me, for I expect him with the brethren. And then even si Apollos, you know, but concerning Apollos, our brother. Inatutuwa ako kasi ginamit din ni Paul against si Apollos para patunayan sa Christian sa Corinth. Hoy, magkakampi kami, oh. Nag-uusap kami. Diba sabi nyo, I'm of Paul, I'm of Apollos. One family to. I encourage him greatly to come to you with the brethren. And it was not all at his desire to come now. Meaning to say, hindi pa makapunta dyan si Apollos, pero eventually pupunta siya. Kasi nga one team sila. Ganun ka-intentional si Paul. Alam mo, pag nakita ng world na ganun tayong magmahalan, kahit na meron tayong mga problema sa bawat isa, kahit nagkakasakitan tayo paminsan-minsan, 
Alam mo what's gonna happen? They will be attracted to Christ. Tino mo the statement na to. When the world sees how we loved and built up one another, automatic yan. They will be attracted to Jesus. Nakita ko na yun ilang beses. And some of you have seen that as well. Bakit? Acts chapter 2 is a proof of that. Tino mo, day by day, basahin natin Acts chapter 2. Day by day, continuing with one mind in the temple, breaking bread from house to house, they were taking their meals together with gladness and sincerity of heart. Every day po sila nagbimit. Tayo nga, day group natin, once a week lang, yung iba, once a quarter umatend. Diba? Pero sila everyday. Imagine baguhin natin yan ngayon. O, daily na tayo, day group ha? Di naman tayo ganun. Pero ganun sila ka-excited to meet each other. Ganun sila ka-excited to spend time with each other. Sana ganun din sa atin. Kasi some of us, hindi na masyado umaatin ng D-group after ng pandemic. Some of us, ang dami nang ginagawa. And I understand, nagiging busy na ngayon. Pero for the body of Christ, we can do something to meet together. And look at verse 47. Praising God, having favor with all the people. And anong resulta? The Lord was adding to their number. Bakit? Kasi na-attract sila Na-realize sila, kakaiba yung grupong yun na. Roman Empire to. Marami din mga grupo during that time. Pero yung mga ibang grupo na pinupuntahan la, hindi naman ganito magmahal. Yung ibang grupo na pinupuntahan la, parang kulang. Hindi nasosolve yung mga problema namin sa bahay. Alam mo isang ultimate test na yung family of believers is the family that God wants us to be part of. How to resolve conflict. Alam mo yung mundo hindi marunong how to resolve conflict. Kaya nga there's an increased rate in divorce increase number of young people running away from home. Bakit? Kasi yung advice ng world, pag hindi mo na kaya, wala na. Pero yung advice ni Lord, keep on loving, keep forgiving. And then uh, we've seen so many families na restore ang relationship nila because of the word of God. I've seen personally sa D-group area namin, mga marriages, malapit na maghiwalay, pero ni-restore ni Lord. Palakpakan naman natin si Lord. Yun ang gawain niya. Kaya may simbahan. You know, one example that I have, isa sa disciples ko, ang pangalan niya, Osip Villarus, he's also a campus missionary. Together with his wife, si Angela, they're one of our campus missionaries assigned sa college students here sa Ortigas area and in different colleges then. So ang ginawa nila, they decided to open their house and dun sila nagdi-degroup sa bahay. So they reach out to students sa different campuses around the area. They invite them in their house, share the gospel, share meals, and have fellowship. Kasi the D-group is not just studying the Word of God. It's a spiritual family. Hindi lang siya Bible study. We study the Bible, definitely, in a D-group. But more than studying the Bible, we show love for one another. Ganun po ang simbahan. Kasi some people, sobrang busy with so much Bible study na hindi na nila na-apply yung loving one another. Diba? Hindi dapat puro tayo, wow, knowledge, knowledge, knowledge. Dapat application specifically on love. So I've seen that in their group. To the point na they love hanging out with each other, nagbo-bowling sila, nunood ng sine, nag-fellowship sila, umakain sa labas. Kasi spiritual family nga eh. Tapos yung mga classmates na hindi Christians, nung mga disciples sila, na-attract. Parang gusto sumama. Ano ba yung pinupuntahan mo? Parang saya-saya dyan. Ah, meron akong D-group. Sama ka. Susumasama sila to the point na sila rin na di-disciple na, nakikilala si Jesus, tapos nagsiselebrate pa sila ng birthdays together kasi yung spiritual family eh. To the point nga na, I think dalawa sa disciples ni Osip and Angela, 
since nakatira sila sa province, pero dito nag-a-apartment kasi dito nag-aaral, nag-decide sila na mag-rent ng apartment na mas malapit sa sa place ni Osip and Angela. And the reason why they want to stay closer kay Osip and Angela, kasi gusto nila mas malapit pag day group time, mas maka-attend, gusto nila mas maka-serve sa ministry. In fact, they help each other pagdating sa campus ministry, nagtutulungan sila, pupunta sila sa campus. Tapos they serve together as ushers sa Saturday night service. Tapos pati sa move conference, they serve together. And you know, sa area, discipleship area ni Osip and Angela alone, they have 51 D-groups. 51 D-groups. Yes, all glory to God. I'm not saying na, uy, wow, ang dami-dami, nakakaingit. No, no, no. It's just my proof that people are longing for a community. Pag nakita nila yung loving community, magsistay sila dun. In kailangan ipakita natin yan. You know, people are looking for a genuine loving community. And the church, though it's imperfect, is the best place to find it. And I want to emphasize this. Kasi kakalungkot, maraming videos na lumalabas na sinasabi nila ng mga tao, ay kaya hindi na ako church kasi sa church, ang daming mga tao dyan na masama ugali, may mga tao dyan na judgmental, may mga tao dyan na imperfect, talaga yung mga tao dyan, minsan madidisappoint ka. Alam mo, gusto kong sabihin doon sa taong nasa video na yon. totoo! Ganyan talaga sa church, tinan mo yung katabi mo. Perfect ba yan? Hindi, di ba? <laughs> Nasaktan ka na ba yan? Or sasaktan ka mamaya? Di ba? Yun talaga ang simbahan. Kaya nga may joke na pag may nahanap ka na perfect church, huwag kang pumunta doon. Kasi pag pumunta ka, hindi na perfect yan. Kasi walang perfect na church. Kahit kami, yung mga leaders, not yung mga leaders, yung sila Pastor Peter, sila Pastor Bong, kahit mukhang angel si Pastor Bong. <laughs> Hi Pastor Bong, ninong ko po yan. Malilibre yan mamaya. Joke <laughs> Pero seriously, Diba? Kahit na feeling mo, yung babayad ng mga pasong, madidisappoint ka. We can disappoint you because we're also imperfect. Pero the church is the best place to find a loving community. Yun ang ginawa ni Christ eh. What's my proof? Kaya nga sinabi ni Paulo, 1 Corinthians 15. Yes, let's give glory to God. 1 Corinthians 15.33 Do not be deceived. Bad company corrupts good morals. When I say bad company, those people who don't love Jesus... A good company is the church, the one, the people, the genuine community that loves the Lord. Ito yung difference yan, okay? Good company, yung church, ha? they will lead you closer to Jesus. And I want to emphasize on this chart, kasi some of you, especially yung mga millennials dito and Gen Z, hindi kayo part of a community. Hindi ko maintindihan kung bakit. I know may barkada kayo, pero gusto kong pag-aralan yung tumaige. Mabait ang barkada nyo, I'm not saying hindi sila mabait, pero they will not lead you closer to Jesus. And it's important to be part of a loving community. Because some of you, marami, I'm in the youth ministry. Alam ko ang konsepto ng barkada. At alam ko may mga barkada na bad company talaga. Yes, mabait sila. Pero hindi ka mapapalapit kay Lord. Kailangan may barkada ka na mahal si Lord. I'm not saying you don't spend time with those people anymore. You can still spend time with them, but make sure you're part of a loving community. Because bad company will lead you farther away from Jesus. They will not teach you biblical principles. They will teach you worldly principles. They will help you become more like Jesus, yung good company. Yung bad company, they will, they will not, they will, you will become less like Jesus. Because hindi nga nila yung goal yun eh. Yung good company, they will speak the truth in love. Alam mo, one of the reasons may mga umalis sa church, kasi na-rebuke sila. 
For example, na-rebuke sila sa mali nilang ginagawa. Of course, the church will do that kasi nga gusto namin tulungan ng mga tao paano magbago. And minsan, hindi maganda yung pagkasabi but still, it's the truth. And we're learning to speak the truth in love. Pero pag nasa bad company ka, bakit nagsistay yung mga tao doon sa mga bad company? Kasi they will speak what you want to hear but not necessarily true. Eh, dito na ako sa barkada, bakit? Eh, kasi kung may mali kang ginagawa, hindi ka naman lang i-call out eh. Kung nasa immoral relationship ka, hindi ka naman lang i-call out. Okay lang yan, basta masaya ka. Diba? Kung may adulterous relationship ka, hindi ka naman lang i-call out. Nanunood ka ng pornography, hindi ka naman lang i-call out. Kasi for them, normal lang yan. Siyempre, they're gonna speak what you want to hear. In a good company, they'll build you up. In a bad company, they'll tear you down. In a good company, they will care for you with a Christ-like love. In the bad company, people are saying, eh, Pastor Marty, ang caring ng barkada ko. Ah, naniniwala ako caring sila. Pero worldly love yun. It's imperfect. It's incomplete. That's why you need the church. It will lead you to the right conviction. But the bad company, it leads you to the wrong convictions. Now, some people are saying, pero bakit sa church minsan nalilid din ako sa wrong convictions? Because there are bad people also in the church. But that doesn't mean lumayo ka sa body of Christ. We need to be part of a community. So sa mga tao na hindi pa part ng small group, please, I really urge you, you have to join a small group. You have to join a body of Christ that loves the Lord because that's the community that God wants you to be part of. What's our message again? Together, let's abound in God's work. Again, sabi mo sa katabi mo, one, two, three, go. Together. And then the last other verses na sinabi ni Paul, mga reminders niya. Be on the alert. Stand firm. Bakit on the alert? Kasi maraming masasamang tao sa mundo. You have to be smart. You have to be wise. You have to be filled with the Spirit. You have to stand firm in the faith. Act like men. Mature, hindi immature. Be strong. And then look at verse 14. Let all that you do be done in love. So pag may mga conflicts, let's do what we can to solve the conflicts out of love. How we can love one another. And he gave examples. Paano yung examples niya? Verses 15 and 16. I urge you, brethren, you know the household of Stephanas, that they were the first fruits of Achaia. Mga church leaders to na nagmi-minister. They have devoted themselves for the ministry of the saints. They're helping people. That you also be... In subjection, subject yourself to one another, submit yourself to one another. Such men and to everyone who helps in the work and labors. So there should be respect, mutual respect, mutual submission. Sa mga ushers natin, mga parking attendants natin, sa bawat isa, we subject ourselves to one another. And even the next verses, verse 17, I rejoice over the coming of Stephanas and Fortunatus and Achaeus because they have supplied what was lacking on your part. Meaning, so ganun sila ka-intentional. They have refreshed my spirit and yours. Therefore, ano sabi ni Paul? Acknowledge. Ano yung big acknowledge? Recognize them. Honor them. Yun ang gusto ni Paul sa, sa body of Christ. That we honor one another. That we submit to one another. And then look at the next verses. The church of Asia greet you. Aquila and Prisca greet you heartily in the Lord with the church that is in their house. You know, ang na-appreciate ko sa CCF, kahit saan ka pumunta sa world na to na may CCF, pag may nakita kang taga CCF, parang, parang ang saya, parang family ka agad. Diba? Pag punyari, pumunta ka sa Japan, tapos may CCF Japan doon. Minsan, ililibre ka ba? Hey, tara, tara, taga-CCF ka. Na huwag mo naman abusuhin. Pupunta kasi ng mga taga-CCF dito. Nandito po ako, palibre po. But what I'm saying is, wherever you go, nandun yung parang community eh. Pag alam mo, taga-CCF, diba minsan pag pupunta tayo sa ibang bansa, maghahanap ka ng mga relatives mo. 
Ginagawa ko rin yun. Sino ba relatives ko dito na pwede kong bisitahin? Pero isa sa ginagawa ko, makilala yung mga taga-sisip na taga dun din. Sa Japan, sa Hong Kong. And then, alam mo yung pag na-meet mo sila, nabibless ka kasi natutuwa kang meron kang spiritual family doon. Pati sila nabibless, nabinibisita sila. It's just like the book of Corinthians. Sa Acts Church, na pag nagbibisitahan tayo, we are a spiritual family. And look at verse 20. All the brethren greet you, greet one another with a holy kiss. Now, para sa mga single guys dyan, huwag niyong gamiting verse to sa mga nililigawan niyo, okay? Yung holy kiss is a greeting. Huwag mong sabihin, uy, sabi sa Bible, oh, holy kiss daw. Ano to? Beso yan. Di ba sa ibang bansa, nagbebeso-beso sila. So, greeting nila yon. Dito sa bansa natin, medyo hindi natin ginagawa. So, please, sa mga single guys, alam ko na yung style niyo, huwag niyong gamitin to. Okay, last few verses. The greeting is in my own hand. Ganyan magsulat si Paul. Pag yung letter niya, sinasabi niya talaga, the greeting is in my own hand, Paul. If anyone does not love the Lord, he is to be accursed. Reminder ni Paul yan, to love the Lord. Kasi our love for God will help us, will motivate us to love others. Maranatha, meaning to say, come Lord Jesus. It's a perspective of eternity. Now Lord, I want you to come back again. And then the grace of the Lord Jesus be with you. My love be with you all in Christ Jesus. Amen. He ended with love because that's what the church should exercise on a daily basis. What's our message again? Together, let's abound in God's work. How do we do that? We give abundantly and we love abundantly. I've asked my father-in-law to share, Pastor Ito, to share his testimony. How a certain person reached out to him. Narinig ko na to is ilang beses na. Pero somehow, I really want the body of Christ, CCF, to hear this. Kasi this is how CCF started and I hope you'll be blessed. Unfortunately, hindi siya available to share here. But I want you to watch how this testimony, and I hope you will be blessed. Let's watch this video. Hello, everyone. I am uh, Pastor Ito De Jesus. I, I met my wife, Kata. She's here right now. When she was in fourth year high school, I was in first year college. We were teenage sweethearts. After five years, we, we got married and we believed that we would have a happy and uh, joyful marriage. But after 10 years, we were talking about separation. During our time of conflict, my wife was invited to a Bible study which was held in someone's garage. I guess you would say that this is where CCF started. The teacher was a certain Peter Tanchi. <laughs> and it was his wife, Diona, who shared the gospel with my wife. As Kanta continued to go to Bible studies, I saw her change from a person who fought with me almost daily to someone who is calm and peaceful. I wanted that kind of peace in my life. So after a year, I finally met, went with my wife to Bible study. 
I committed my life to Jesus when I was 34 years old in a noisy Chinese restaurant. It was Pastor Peter. He also paid for the Chinese restaurant who shared, who shared about Jesus with me. But that back then, he was just called Peter. I closely observed Pastor Peter's life because I really wanted to learn how to be a good husband and a father. I saw that he had a happy family. So I watched, I watched how he treated Diona and how he taught, discipled, and played with his children. Our two families became good friends. We lived near each other. So Pastor Peter and Diona would often bike over to our house and ask for water and stayed a little bit longer for merienda. Many times, they would invite our family to go swimming with them in Valley Golf, or even go to Baguio, or spend birthdays and New Year's Eves together. Just our two families. Our children will play with each other in each other's houses. The Tanchi children were very cheerful and well-behaved. They loved sports, were fun, to be with, were fun to be with them, and very appreciative. They were a good influence on our children. Eventually, we became Ninong and Ninangs to Joy and Edric and Paul and Jenny when they got married. Pastor Peter and Diana would talk to us casually about marriage, finances, parenting, and business. They shared personal experiences and biblical principles. It was very interesting. We didn't know that they were already discipling us. On Wednesdays, we would go to Pastor Peter's Bible study or Bible class in AIM. On Fridays, we'll have a small group Bible study in his house and in our house. We travel together with other CCF friends, our marriages, our families, our businesses continue to improve. Then suddenly, without warning, Pastor Peter and I became classmates in the tragedy of our lives. In 1991, Around 10 robbers entered our house, tied us up, and stole a big amount of money from us. By God's grace, no one was seriously injured. But one year later, another group of robbers 
entered the Tanchi home. It was a time of great sadness for both our families. We had to apply what we learned from the Bible to keep believing that God loves us and he wants only the best for us. After the Edsa revolution, because of politics, I had to close down my business. I was surprised when Pastor Peter offered me an executive position in his company. He taught me how to do mass housing and real estate development. As a friend and brother in Christ, I knew I had to work hard for him. So for example, when there are problems with homeowners, I would go to Cavite at four o'clock in the morning or very late in the evening to meet with the residents to show them the company's concern. After seven years, I moved to Ayala land where I was offered an executive position. With what Pastor Peter taught me, the Lord allowed my division to attain a record-breaking sale of 680 houses and lots in a few months. Thank you. In one of the Mancom meetings where the president of Ayala and all their vice presidents were there, they asked me, what did you do to sell 800, 680 houses. They were expecting I develop more uh, brokers or expanded my brokerage or something like that. And they asked again, what did you do? I said, I prayed. And there was silence, silence in that meeting. I was also able to recommend Pastor Peter's company to do a big mass housing project for Ayala. Some of his staff thanked me for saving their jobs because there was a high housing crisis at that time. Around 2003, my fellow elders in CCF encouraged me to become a full-time executive pastor under Pastor Peter, and later to oversee national church planting. So with other, with other church workers, we set up satellite churches such as CCF East and manage other satellites in Luzon, Visayas, and Mindanao. It was, very ex it was a very exciting time for all of us. However, in 2006, while preaching, I suffered a stroke and had to rest for some time. In one of our trips to the U.S., my wife and I saw several welcome centers in the churches we visited. So Pastor Peter allowed me to set up the very first welcome center in CCF 
assisted by some of our D12 members. Pastor Peter also allowed me to head the CCF East satellites and to conduct yearly Holy Week retreats. Using the seed money from our retreats, our D12 planted CCF Antipolo. Then with other pastors, we planted CCF Eastwood and CCF Katipunan. I praise God that even after my stroke, the strong support of my discipler allowed me to be fruitful. Lastly, another amazing thing happened. Pastor Peter asked me to head Uplift Cares Global Movement. Uplift provides Christian discipleship and academic scholarship to out-of-school youth and adults. By God's grace and the support of very generous donors, Uplift has graduated more than 3,000 out-of-school youths and adults from high school through the alternative learning system. For many years, Uplift had one of the highest passing rates nationwide. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Today, Uplift supports 175 students from senior high to college. Pastor Peter will be 74 in December. On December 2, remember that. So if he speaks on December, on Sunday, you better say happy birthday. He is 74 and I am 72. Over the last 37 years, I have seen him grow to be a humble servant of the Lord. When he makes a mistake, when he makes a mistake, he asks forgiveness. And when we, as the early elders of CCF, would disagree with him, he would accept our decision. When he does something right, he gives the credit to God. He is intentional and disciplined with his time, money, and abilities. Pastor Peter is a natural leader. My wife and I are grateful to Pastor Peter and Diana for being a big part of our journey to becoming workers for the Lord. Our prayer for them when they meet the Lord, Jesus would say, well done, good and faithful servant. Enter the joy of your master. Pray with me with that prayer. 
My prayer for all of us is that we would finish well. Just the last, just the last words of Apostle Paul, he said, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the course. I have kept the faith. Most of all, I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for the privilege of using, using, using me for most of my life. My name is Pastor Ito Desus. To God, I give all the glory, honor, and praise. ask my dad, my father-in-law to share kasi nga nung narinig ko yung story na yun, narealize ko na that's how CCF started. The intentionality of Pastor Peter, the love, the evangelistic heart, the discipleship. Alam mo, let me show you this picture. This is the picture of our full-time workers. It's like my specific spiritual family in CCF. Kasi laki natin eh. But these are the full-time workers of Elevate, over 250 and my prayer is, kahit, sa, kahit papano sana, magaya namin yung nangyari nung early days ng CCF. Kasi this church will never have grown if wala yung love ni Christ and yung love for one another. Ang prayer ko na sana magaya namin how they evangelized, how they discipled, how they loved one another, how they are pursuing to finish this race well. And I pray that also for all of us. That that's what we're going to do in this church so that this world will change. Now, we're going to do something special today as we end itong series na to. I want us all to stand up. We're going to sing this song. It's like a theme song yata to ng mga Christians ngayon 2023. But we changed the lyrics a little bit na mas plural siya. We're, we're going to sing it together. Anything gagawin natin? I want you to put your hands sa shoulder ng katabi nyo or akbayan nyo kung kakilala nyo siya. And then as we sing this song, let's sing it together because this is song talks about us as a church. How, how He has been faithful to you and paano rin siya naging faithful sa church natin. Let's sing this song together. For your mercy never fails us all our days we've been held in your hands from the moment that I wake up until you lay our heads oh, we will sing of the goodness of God is running out to us. Your goodness is running out. It's running 
thank you so much for being good to all of us to us individually to our family to this church Lord wala po kami wala tong simbahan na to kung wala kayo wala yung kabutihan nyo wala yung pagmamahal nyo salamat Panginoon that you've created the body of Christ so that we can experience yung pagmamahal nyo Lord yung unity and this is a glimpse of eternity that we will experience in the future, Lord, when we are all together. Salamat, Lord, sa goodness you. In our prayer, God, na lahat kami dito, Lord, we will remain faithful. We will continue to abound in your work, Lord, to give abundantly, to love abundantly, para makita po ng mundo kung ano po talaga ang body of Christ, yung tunay na pagmamahal. Please, dear God, I pray that all of us will be part of a community. I pray that all of us, Lord, will grow in our love for one another, in our love for you. Thank you, Lord, for this family. Thank you for the First Corinthians series and thank you for teaching all of us. We give you glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless. Magandang araw, CCF family. Welcome to Sunday Fast Track, where you ask real-life questions and we give you biblical truths. Ako po si James Reyes mula sa Exalt Music Ministry at kasama po natin ang ating speaker na si Pastor Marty Okaya para sagutin ang inyong mga katanungan. Good afternoon. Good day, Pastor Marty. Good day, James. <laughs> sa pagkatapos ng Elevate Month, ano ang mensahe mo sa mga kabataan ngayon na hinahanap ang kanilang landas? Or how can they make their life count? Of course, you serve the Lord. You be part of a community that loves God. And wherever you are, anong campus ka man, gusto kang gamitin ni Jesus for His glory. So for those young people na part na kayo ng Elevate, I encourage you, serve within the ministry, make disciples dun sa campus. And yung mga nakikinig naman ngayon na hindi pa part ng Elevate, I encourage you, you join a small group. You join a community na nagmamahal kay Kristo. And the more you get to know Jesus in that community, the more may kita mo yung purpose mo sa buhay. 
Thank you, Pastor Marty. What a way to end our Elevate Month. And bago pa tayo magtapos, ngayong buwan ng Nobyembre ay celebrate natin ng Elevate Month. At kung kayo ay may desire na maging part ng movement na ito by being a campus missionary or if you want to support, pwede nyong bisitahin ng Elevate Main Facebook page to know more. And that's it for CCF Sunday Fast Track. God bless!